Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game week 26, incoming game week 25 is done. There's been some shifting of the sands, some changing of the tides, some turntables, if you will. Jake, how are you, buddy? Uh, I've been better. Well, that's something we've never heard to start off the pod. No, I mean, I don't know. That's that's the honest truth. You know, like when you're at like a wedding mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, it's going to keep going and you're kind of stuck there, whether it's like you're, you know, part of the, the group or, you know, it's your friend and you don't want to leave. Uh, and you just, there's not much else to do because it's just not going well and you just get drunk and it just keeps going downhill. That's what I feel like my FPL season has been recently. Is that what most weddings are like for you? No, not most, but like occasionally. So you like drink till you till what to get through the wedding? Yeah, you know hmm. to to just kind of make it through. There's a reason you've never been in anyone's wedding party ever. You know that, right? <laughs> that's not necessarily true. No, that's the reason, right there. Uh, I feel like that makes it better that you're an alcoholic. Yeah. Okay, well, alcoholism isn't a joke, Jake, and once again, you are making fun of of it, so sick of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a little buzzed right now, though, so that's good. Let's get this pod going. A lot to cover this week, Jake. Obviously, it's kind of getting into, well, it is getting into blank and, and the true, you know, meat and potatoes, if you will, of the blank and double game week season. Uh, So we've got coming up here, I'm just kind of looking at the schedule. So uh, a blank in 28, a blank in 31 that is uh, very much up in the air right now with exactly who's going to blank there. A very strange week in 34 with for sure some blanks and I believe possibly some doubles. Um, It's not a super high likelihood, but there's some chance of some doubles in there. And then uh, an almost certain double or a certain double in 37. Nothing is confirmed yet with the exception of the blanks in 28. So, of course, we have some things to talk about there. Um, how are we going to use our chips going forward? Um, and then there there really is a lot going on in terms of um, team structure, Champions League starting back up. Uh, and then I think you actually said it best, Jake. You know, you're kind of feeling like uh, you just want to drink yourself to death or whatever you said. Um, it's a little bit of a weird time in the season because... This is the time of the season where you need to be the most focused, and yet it's often the hardest time of the year to be focused. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I'd agree. I wouldn't say to death. I would say to, like, make it more exciting, maybe. I was... Okay, that must have been... What is that called? A Freudian slip? Yeah. Okay. That'll get me every time. Jake's an idiot. Oh, it got me again. classic uh all right well let's get into this um we've got a handful of kind of big picture topics and questions to to start the pod off with today uh thomas wrote in i had a great week not a question just want to tell someone because it's been a while and then he said p.s why can't the fpl community get along at the moment there seems to be accounts beefing left and right i like they said beefing uh and center over what seemed like insignificant debates i.e boasting about having a good week um 
Yeah, yeah. I actually have been making um, some fun tweets about that recently uh, because people seem to um, – a bunch of people got very upset about the triple captain thing. And we talked about that. I get it, right? That sucks when that doesn't work out for you. Uh, and it was pretty hilarious. Some of the – some big name accounts actually that uh, went out and were like – why are you happy that you had Salah? It's just luck. That's the only reason you're winning. Actually, you tweeted or you texted me something like that, Jake, recently, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I was joking, but yeah. Well, my thought is this, Jake, um, and you can disagree if you want, uh, but this game mostly sucks. Like most of the time, it's not very fun for us to play. I, I, I'm, I find myself probably three out of every four game weeks feeling mostly disappointed with the performance of my team. If you have a good game week, I think that you should be allowed to boast about it a bit and be excited. It's it's the few good moments that you get to have with the game. Uh, so just enjoy them. Yeah, definitely. I don't I don't really get the beefing thing. You know, people lifting weights, fighting on Twitter and like, don't you have something better to do with your life? I hope so. If not, you're the real loser. That's kind of how I feel about it. But whatever. Because um, my team sucks, so I'm not going to tweet about how I had a good week because I haven't had one since, you know, I don't know, before Christmas. Yeah, on the other side of it, Jake, um, you know, people get all they, – they get very offended when uh, – Twitter's weird because the FPL community is so, like – all for one and one for all we're in this together until like it actually isn't like that and then people get all upset the reality of it is it's a game and we're competing against one another does everybody like do people freaking for do they forget that no no offense i don't mean to hurt feelings but like i want to beat people that's what's fun about the game. I, I, I want you to do bad and i want to do good if we all do good all the time no one wins okay so you kind of just have to take it in stride. Like sometimes people are going to beat you and it's going to suck. And you should, you got to learn to be able to just laugh about it a little bit. Like, yeah, my team sucked. So-and-so, like Jake fucking beat me this week. So it goes, right? And it's annoying, but it happens. And then when it goes the other way, like be excited about it. Who cares? I don't know. It winds me up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Do you, Jake? Stop then. Stop feeling me. Weirdo. <laughs> Um, hindsight wrote in, uh, no question. Another no question. I uh, can't think of any this week. I'd just like to say you guys do an awesome pod every week and it's genuinely something I look forward to. Keep up the good works. Uh, the drug should, the drug should wear off tomorrow. Most, uh, make the most of the nice comments till then. That makes sense that someone would have to be on, on heavy drugs, uh, in order to give us a compliment. Yeah, I often feel that about, like, my work, too, so. <sighs> I have a question for hindsight. How do I fix my team? That's my question. Hey, Jake, could, Maybe we, you can write in. could we for once not make it all about you? No, I'd prefer it to be all about me. <laughs> See, you know? that's what I'm talking about. You got to be able to admit that once in a while. Good job, Jake. Well done. Yeah, and that's a perfect segue into the next question. <laughs> she forgot. Well done, Jake. Jesus. God, you are, you're on tonight, man. You are on. First time ever. Yeah. Um, Shiva wrote in, does nepotism exist uh, in the FPL community? You know my answer. Uh, the answer, yeah, the answer to that is a, a, an astounding yes, um, especially amongst the, the big accounts, right? 
Um, and I don't, I know Jake, you don't use Twitter as much, but I've been kind of driving the, the art of the dive Twitter account since day one. And we, we've certainly grown. We're a pretty big account now. I think we have, I don't know, 3,600 or 3,700 followers, which Jake and I never really planned on, on the pod getting that big or the account gaining that much traction. Um, but it has, and that's kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, there's, there is, um, would you say Jake kind of a community within the community? I would completely agree with that. It's like a secret community. Well, it's not very secret. It's incredibly public, right? And that's what's kind (laughs) of that's what's actually fucking annoying about it. If it if it was secret, it'd be great. I mean, the thing is, there's a lot of, you know, I I hate to bash on content producers because uh, most content producers make a very little money or no money at all. Um, You and I make. I mean, we make millions, right? And so, Mm -hmm. you know, for us, it's easy. Um, but, but for the average content producer of of FPL content, um, they don't make very much money and, and, uh, they're just trying to build their brand. And the easiest way to build a brand is to jump on with another big brand, right? To make connections. Um, we, we haven't really done very much of that, Jake. Not that we don't want to, I would love to jump on with a big brand. We just haven't had the opportunity because no one likes us enough. Um, and I'm, I'm going to guess that's mostly because of you. Yeah, that's that's very true. But I mean, maybe if people did more drugs, like hindsight, (laughs) things could change. This week's pod sponsored by heroin. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Neil wrote in, uh, I've seen more planning for these bloody B and DG dubs. I think blank and double game weeks, or maybe it's something else, uh, than I did for the birth of my first kids. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, me, I just want to figure out best uh, I can who plays consistently uh, and plays consistently well. Yep. That's how he ended it. Um, there is a lot of planning for the, the bloody B's and D's. Uh, in the G-dubs, um, as they say. So there's a lot going on with that. Um you know, Neil, um, I will defend the folks that are excited about it. This is for the non-casuals. This is prime time, baby. So that's what's going on right now. People are very excited about the blanks and doubles. Uh, I actually um, almost every year hate this time of year because it mostly just stresses me out during the season. I don't know. Do you like this, Jake? No, I don't. I think everything goes downhill for me during the Christmas time and then it just gets worse here. Yeah. Yeah. Your team sucks. Um well, mm-hmm. let's get into that then. Perfect segue. Um, you know, how did the week go for you? FPL DC wrote in, is Jake in need of another wild card? Uh, Bobby Love says, how's Jake feeling knowing he's inevitably inevitably going to bottle it and finish bottom of the PSL? Uh, things things haven't been the greatest for you, Jake. What's going on? Yeah, not looking good. Uh, we'll just go off of how I did. Um, so, I ended up with 58 points. Um, average points was 47, but I did take a minus four. It bit me. Um, and that gave me a red arrow and I am down to 140,000 overall, which I feel like I haven't been there for a really long time. I'd have to look back, but you know, just red arrow after red arrow, uh, things are kind of a mess for me. You know, the one player that got an offensive return was Salah, who I brought in of one of my three switches. Good thing I captained him. Otherwise, I would have had probably the worst game week ever. Oh, God, yeah. 
Trent and Gomez both got me clean sheets, and then I got two and one pointers everywhere else on my team. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, do I need to do my team or no? Because we have the same, right? We have the same team, so. I don't know. Is it starting to be different-ish? I, I don't know. I, I brought in Wood and uh, Jack, you know, Jackie G. Yeah. Um, so maybe that makes it a little bit different at least. Yeah, I guess that helps. Um, I, I finished on 58 though. So that's kind of ridiculous. Oh, wow. Yeah, we had the exact same score. Only I didn't take a minus four. So advantage Marco. And uh, I've actually overtaken yeah. you in the overall rankings, which I, is funny. I know. That's I funny. Know. Yeah. First time yeah. since like the first game week of the year, right? Yep. Yep. It's a downer. God, you're. And guess what? I saw my wild card. Uh, I know. Uh, yeah. Hilarious. It's funny because you have talked a lot of shit this year. Like a lot. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I mean, I still have a chance. You never know. That wild card can can come back to haunt you like it did me this year. It certainly year. can. Yeah. I, um, that's why I've not used it yet. Um, everyone else is very excited to throw their wild cards down. We'll talk about that a little bit later about what we think with the wild cards. But um, at the moment, I'm, I'm pretty happy just to hold it. I mean, I don't love that score of 58. Um, it did give me a green arrow of like 2,000. I'm at 128 um, overall. Um, oh, same thing, though, as you, Salah, the only uh, offensive player with a return. So, KDB, two, Cantwell, two, Matto, one, Martial, three, Aguero, two, DCL, two, uh, and then uh, Robertson and Alexander Owen, the only other two players to score. That's the reason I'm not that concerned about my team, because next week it's not going to happen like that, right? It's very unlikely that all those players just completely blank again. Um, I do have some little issues, obviously, with Lundstrom and Kelly, um, not getting the starts. Um, and so I'm a little bit concerned about that. But uh, other than that, you know, the team team's not in a terrible place. I, I mean, I don't obviously feel 100% great about it, but it is what it is. Um, I guess I should probably pull up. How, how's the Slack team been doing? We should probably look at that, huh? Uh, yeah, probably, you know, doing fantastic. <laughs> Fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, Slack team finished on 59, so it did beat us this week, um, but hasn't had uh, a great game week. I mean, two reds in a row now. Uh, the team was in game week 23 at 15,667, and now uh, this week is now at 37,904. So uh, not great. Um, captain of Sala. Um TAA and Rabo with returns and then nobody else. Um, but the, this team, though, I do think is a bit better set up um, than, than I feel like my team is. They have Vardy, Ings, and Jimenez as their front line. I feel like that's a pretty solid front line given the incoming fixtures once um, once uh, Liverpool, or not Liverpool, Leicester and Vardy round, round the corner here with their two tough fixtures. And then uh, Jimenez has Leicester, Norwich, Spurs, but then a nice little run of greens. Um, and Ings, of course, has a beautiful run of fixtures here from 26 to 30. I really want him in my team, but I don't uh, don't necessarily have the funds at the moment. I think I will next week. Um, so, so yeah, the team's looking okay. I don't know. I, I wonder what direction we'll go next. Uh, make sure everybody that has been participating in that in the Slack, make sure you get in and vote. Don't forget. I think I actually forgot last game week, which was bad. I've been trying to, to make sure I get in because it's kind of fun. So, um. All right, Jake, what are your thoughts? I mean, why is your team so bad? That's a great question. Um, I think that primarily oh. Vardy's old and can't play anymore, 
Mm-hmm. Um, Arsenal just fucks me in whatever way they possibly can because I brought in Wood and I thought for sure he'd get a return, but somehow they kept a clean sheet. Um, I think Wood had like two great chances to get an assist that game and it just didn't happen. I think he passed the ball to Rodriguez who hit the ball, the bar and it came down and somehow stayed out of the goal. Um, and Maddow's just t- like, I don't know what happened to, to James Madison, but apparently him and Barnes, you know, kind of like in Space Jam switched bodies. Exactly. And now Maddow, <laughs> now Maddow's no longer good and I've been trying to figure out like when I can bring in Barnes, um, but I've had so much else to deal with. Like you said, like Lundstrom's an issue, Kelly's an issue. Uh, um, you know, my goalkeeping's kind of also an issue. I'm probably not going to be able to deal with that. I've just been, I've just been wrong about when to get rid of players for the past few months, and that's always hard. You know, you you talk about when do you kind of make that switch. Because like you said, often they, they tend to like return back to their usual form. And, you know, like a guy like Jimenez returned back to his form, but I got rid of him. Then I have a guy like Vardy who for the past, I don't know, seven game weeks has one assist and zero goals. So it's just one of those things. Can I get something off my chest real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to f- say fuck you to all the Vardy trolls out there that the entire season when I at the beginning of the season when I was like, yeah, Vardy is uh, considerably outperforming his expected goals uh, due to the number of shots per game that he's producing. I don't think that this is just sustainable for him. And everybody was like, no, he's Vardy. He's so good. He always outperforms it. Stats aren't real. Well, guess what? His expected goals now is at 19.12, uh, and he has 18 goals. Okay, so you- the amazing finishing that Vardy has been producing all year has finally leveled out, and guess what? I'm right. Stat, stat size, idiots. Sample size, motherfuckers. Do you think it's just like the, the Red Bull like has kicked down? I just think that's what's happening. Eventually. He drank a lot of Red Bull and now he's on the down slope. (laughs) This episode sponsored by Heroin. Uh, Yeah, I think Vardy probably is going to need some of that. Uh, Once the Red Bull starts to wear out, I mean, that's the next. You you know Red Bull is a gateway drug, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. And well, we'll talk about that later. I'm sure there's going to be some. There hopefully is some questions on him. So. On what? Maybe not. On Vardy, I, I just I've I don't know what to do with him. Just like there do I keep any, him? He's no, got no questions. He's got good fixtures wow. coming up. There's, he's got good fixtures coming up. So what do you do with him? I don't know. But he's producing only uh, 2.59 shots per game, and I know that everyone's like it doesn't matter. He's an outrageous finisher. Well, the problem is like he he is not getting that amazing of opportunities. And then everybody likes to say things every week when I point that out. They like to say, yeah, well, if he would have scored, you wouldn't even be talking about this right now. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Thanks. Thanks for that great piece of insight. (laughs) Of course I wouldn't be. The point is that he hasn't scored uh, because players do not, for the most part, outrun the statistics. Sorry. You can tell him a little wound up. Yeah, and I... I just, that's fine. I think it's good that you're wound up about it. I'm surprised there's no questions. And it's like, that is the, that is the big question, right? Do you put your faith in a player who has a lot of goals in the season, but statistically there's really no good basis in keeping him. I mean, like to give you an idea, 
uh, Martinelli for Arsenal has a higher XG over his last five games than Vardy. You know, so how can you argue that keeping Vardy at a pretty crazy price point when he's owned by 40% is a great idea? Yeah, the fixtures. That's the only thing you can base it on. And he doesn't even have that great of fixtures for the next two game weeks. So I think there should be questions like that. And we're probably going into this too much and should just talk about the leaderboards and things. Well, no, no, no. Let's finish this conversation. The issue, of course, is 28 to 33 the fixtures are very good and even 34 35 36 they're not terrible arsenal bournemouth and and sheffield united and 36 um here's the thing i here i'll I'll give my my honest opinion if you have vardy right now and you have other fires on your team put the other fires out first that's what i think he doesn't have any blanks coming up like in 28 or something weird like that um i think you just hold him if you have him um, he's going to, he will score, he will score more goals throughout the season. And the thing is, um, he's very close. I think he and Aguero are tied or is Aguero one goal behind for the golden boot? Uh, that's a good question. Do you know that or no? Mm, I don't, I don't, I would have to look it up, but I, I think Vardy is in the lead. Yeah, um, he's on 18 right now. I got it up right now. So Vardy has... Da, 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 da. Um, why is this happening? Seven, 17 and Aguero has 16. Yeah, so you were yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then Aubameyang is the next, right? Yeah, Aubameyang, Salah, and Danny Ings, interestingly enough, all sitting at 14. So pretty close. Yeah. So as this Golden Boot award heats up, I do think Vardy will keep going. Um, I, I think somebody, I think Sergio Aguero will probably overtake him, but Bavardi will continue to score some goals. This is his last chance, probably, I think, to get this going forward. So, um, yeah, he'll be fine, but but I just wanted to point out to all the trolls out there that I'm right and you're wrong. I'm better than you. Hashtag FPL community. Um, let's really quickly read uh, boards. Do you want to do... I'll do the league dive. You do PSL Super League, Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, in ninth, FPL or in tenth, fake taxi. In ninth, FPL bus. Eighth, uh, FPL shark bait. Uh, in seventh, Roca. Eleven. In sixth, Pope it like it's hot. I love it. Uh, in fifth, uh, Sean Croneri. Uh, in fourth, Rocking Vet. Uh, in third, Return of the Snag. In second, Riggs Rovers. And in first, uh, remaining there from last week with an incredible gaming score of 75, Luke Warm FC, who currently has an overall rank of 94. Uh, Jake, PSL Super League. Okay, so PSL Super League, we have number... Are we doing... I'll do five. Uh, number five fan favorite, the Coyote Kid, Matt Frisky. No, he's not a great nobody game like, week. No, nobody likes him because he won last year. Everybody hates him. I mean, I I like him. Well, I don't. I had to send him a t-shirt. Okay. That sucked. Okay, well, all right, fine. Uh, not a fan favorite. Um, still in five, Matt Frisky. Uh, number four... Uh, Delirious Emma FPL uh, number three. I like show Emma. me. I want to the... say what. Let me say after each one if I like them or not. Okay. 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 Right. Yeah, I like Emma. Okay. Next. All right. Number three. Show me the Munier um, Meredith Wilson. I like Meredith. Okay. Although Meredith talked shit think... the other day to me about something I can't remember. All right. I, I'm indifferent on Meredith right now. I take. The... Okay. Hold. 
Hilarious. I think I know the answer to this one. Uh, number two, Marco Doesn't Matter, the Art of the Dive podcast Slack team. That's the dumbest team I've ever <laughs> Yeah. And then number one, Loftus, Cheeky, Nandos, Matthew Hall, uh, lean, lean the league at number one. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Quick shout out for the Patreon. I don't think we did this last week. So obviously Ringo, it keeps howling. My dog keeps howling, Jake. It's unbelievable. Um, So Patreon, I need more money so I can give my dog treats so that he doesn't howl during the pod. Um, He likes... Yeah, maybe some Xanax. Is that what you recommend for animals? I mean, sometimes. Seems like not a nice thing to make dogs take. Yeah, I mean, you know, people take it, dogs take it, whatever. I was thinking more like caviar, like things like that, <laughs> high-end dog treats. Yeah, predisposes <laughs> to pancreatitis. Here you go, Ringo. He is a bowl of caviar. That's a $1,000 treat from my puppy paid for by my Patreon. If you love puppies, then you should join our Patreon. If you hate puppies, then you should not join our Patreon. That simple. Should we get I would into have game? to agree. Should we get into game week questions, Jake? Yeah, let's get into game week questions. All right, Wilson wrote in. Uh, okay, so the wild card. A lot of people, and we'll we'll kind of finish, you know, talking about this a little bit. But um, but the wild card's a pretty big play for a lot of people right now. Kind of trying to decide: should you pull it now? Should you pull it later? We'll talk a little bit more about that later, but. Jake, how about that? That um, Perez Barnes, Firmino, Aguero. Who do you like there? Those are challenging questions when you, like, the more you think of it, the more challenging it becomes, would be my question. I think for, I'll take the easier of the two. I think for Firmino, Aguero, with the blank in 28, it's hard to, to consider Aguero. Saying that, I think Aguero is going to get a multi-goal return game if he plays against West Ham, which also makes that difficult. The The thing for Firmino is he's been pretty spectacular over the course of the season. Uh, eight goals, seven assists. He He's kind of just one of those players, just like Vardy, that tends to get the returns over the course of the season that you expect him to that makes him worth his kind of weird middle forward value. But... Liverpool have also kept like 5,000 clean sheets in a row. So to me, if you can have the funds where you have like a Trent and a Rabo or a Trent and a VVD or Rabo and VVD, is it really worth having Firmino if you can find another forward that's returning consistently? That's, that's my thoughts on that one. Between Barnes and Perez... I personally think Barnes has been on fire and statistically been a little bit better. Um, let me pull up some statistics on that. Yeah, that, that is actually surprising. I kind of thought Barnes was going to be way above Perez. Perez just seems like a like kind of like a one-game guy where he gets all his returns in one yeah. game. I, I, but I guess it doesn't matter if you're going to consistently be playing him. I hate watching Perez play. I yeah, will say me that. Too. Yeah, he's he's atrocious. Yeah. There will be um there will be points of the game where he may lose the ball four, five, six times in a row. Not even able to complete ten and twelve yard passes. It's it's 
unbelievable. I can't believe he's on the pitch most of the time. Yeah, and and that's the question. I mean, Leicester of late have not really been the same team they were at the beginning of the year. And is it because he's been playing way more consistently? Because he he honestly wasn't playing very much for them. And I don't know what really changed. I don't know why all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we need to play him. I I don't really understand that. And I I haven't been able to ask Brendan Rodgers, but I probably will soon. Give him a call. Uh, How about City? Do we just start ignoring them? Stop bothering with them? Oh, man. City is always like the hardest team for me to figure out. Um, I, I do think Aguero is going to bang if he plays. I don't think you can ignore them. The thing that makes it really hard, though, is they have the blank in 28. West Ham and Leicester. So it, it's not like great, but again, it's it's City. And I think you you kind of have to throw out the, the Tottenham game because, you know, they got a red card in the 60th minute. I mean, Aguero statistically was fantastic in that game. Drew a PK. I don't know why he didn't take it. I don't know if it's because... Pep kind of has that unwritten rule of if you get fouled, you don't take the PK. Um, but, you know, also had, I think, six shots, one big chance. Yeah. He had a huge game. You can't yeah. argue against him. He had, prior to that game, he had six goals and one assist in his last three games. Like, that's that's crazy. And then, and then he didn't play against Everton in the game before that, he had a goal. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... Oh my gosh. I mean, that's what I set my team up to do. Literally, I set my team up to bring in Aguero for Vardy this week, and I just can't pull the trigger. So I, I get the question, but I think if you're wild carding, you can probably figure out a good way to get him into your team, and I think you should. I agree. That's why I have him. But 2.0 says, given that premium forwards now can't score goals, do we go big at the back like at the beginning of the year? I don't know. I mean, I look at my team and and I guess what constitutes big at the back now. You know, I've got two Liverpool defenders. That's pretty big spending. You know, about 14 I have spent just in those two players. And then I have, you know, uh, Sionku, uh, Lundstrom, and Kelly. So two cheaper players and a mid-priced. I feel like that's pretty big at the back. Um, But I, I guess is there a way to go bigger? I don't really see that. Do you, Jake? No, I don't think it's a good idea to go bigger um a lot of the top teams like chelsea man united everton have pretty terrible fixtures to to round out the end of the year i think you go two liverpool defenders if you're one of those people that really want firmino um then you know it might be a little bit trickier but newcastle burnley have fantastic fixtures for almost all the rest of the season i think you got to have one at least one player from those teams total maybe two and then i think you still have to hold on to a Leicester defender if you're wild carding now that makes it a little bit annoying because they have wolves city but after that you know like having a Pereira or a chillwell against norwich villa watford brighton you know that that's going to work out for you yeah i i have to agree with you there um Let's see. Uh, FPL version writes in, is Robertson worth the extra money over Gomez? Uh, Native American Drake writes, with Robbo lacking attacking returns, is he worth a downgrade? With the, with uh, teams blanking in 28, uh, are there any players whose fixtures change around them? Um, so that's an interesting question. I mean, let's focus on the Liverpool thing. Um, you know, if we look at the last few games, Robertson versus Gomez, uh, Gomez offers uh, zero attacking threat. 
Um, he has zero shots, zero key passes. Um, he has zero expected goals and zero expected assists. Now, Rabo, uh, unfortunately, is not actually producing that much more. Um, key passes per 90 of 0.4 in the last five games with an expected assist of one half and uh, an expected goal of 0.32. So, not a lot being produced by Andrew Robertson. My concern still remains that I think, uh, although Liverpool have been incredible with Gomez in that back line, he's he's been very good. I do think uh, that they begin to use Gomez for the the, the Champions League and rotate uh, my tip into that back. My tip or my tip? Excuse me. What? Uh, no, I agree with that. Um... It's hard, right? Because Gomez has nine out of 10 clean sheets in his last 10 games. So, you know, like you said, the simple answer is, yeah, Gomez. But then when you think about it, it's like if he's going to be used for Champions League, if he's not playing consistently for you and, you know, me and you are dealing with not having a full back line, um, that makes it challenging. If you wild card, I still think VVD would be the answer because he's a little bit cheaper. He tends to still get goals off of corner kicks. So over the course of the rest of the season, he might actually equal out to Robertson's assists. This question is hard for me to answer because I haven't gotten to watch Liverpool play, but I don't know why Robertson hasn't been getting as many returns. I, I don't have the answer to that. Uh, yeah, he's, he's had a number of very close opportunities um, that just haven't yeah. come off. So that's... Just how it goes sometimes. Um, so, yeah, maybe not write him off then because he's just like a half, uh, you know, yeah. a half more. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think if, if you're wildcarding, I'd go VVD. That's what I would do. I think okay. he's nailed on. Uh, and I think that little extra 0.5 gives you some wiggle room. And he has a great goal threat. Very high. Um, uh, let's see. Virgin also wrote in uh, who are the best Mape replacements. Um, Mape all day. Uh, who do you think, Jake? I mean... He's at 5.9. You know, I, I, we'd have to probably stay in that price range. I mean, I think you could look at Wood. Um, for the short term, I think you could look at uh, Jordan Ayu. But I don't have a lot of stats to, like, back that up. I mean, Calvert-Lewin, unfortunately, has a very tough run of fixtures after 26 here. Um, and, and maybe De La Feu or Dini. What do you think about them? They have tough fixtures, but they've they're they have tough fixtures too. But they're kind of yeah. like the central piece, like Dini, for example, is going to like if someone's gonna get returns on that team, it's probably gonna be be him, right? Yeah. I you're kinda in trouble if you're trying to deal with Mape right now. He's just kind of at that weird price point where no one else has great fixtures. I don't is it is it he not playing? Is that the reason, or he just hasn't been very good of late? Because he does actually have. I guess he didn't play against West Ham, so that's kind of the problem, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Murray yeah, started. I, don't know. I, I think feel Murray like, just got the odd game there. Is what happened, and he'll probably be back in the side. Yeah, Potter does like to rotate a lot, so I don't know personally. I feel like I would just hold my pay because he probably has the best fixtures out of all those teams, but statistically of late Dini actually I don't even know why I'm saying this but Dini makes the most sense I just love how do you not like Troy Dini I don't know he's like overweight and I don't understand how he gets goals he's fat Drake <laughs> yeah I don't know. remember that time that he smashed someone's head in with a brick and then put mortar over <laughs> their face so they die yeah I do I don't know if that's true but I believe it is I believe it is 
Yeah. I was just going with it because I could believe the story. Yeah. Uh, Virgin finally asked, how many players do you have with a blank in 28 and what's your plan to deal with them? So, just so everybody knows, game week 28, there are some blank games coming in hot. Uh, the blank games for 28, I'm going to pull them up right now. Sorry, I probably should have had them up ahead of time. Uh, so, we've got Aston Villa versus Sheffield United. So, any players that you have from those teams will blank. Uh, and then Manchester City versus Arsenal will also be a blank. Um, and so, for me, I have three total players between those those four teams. Jake, what do you have? Wait, who does Villa play? Uh, Villa blanks against uh, Sheffield United. Ooh, so I have three as well. Grelish, Lundstrom, and KDB. So, so three is not a big deal, is it? I mean, you can kind of navigate that, right, with, with just some transfers. It's not, especially since I'm probably considering getting rid of Lundstrom at this point, which I think we'll have questions about. Yeah. Uh, so do you think just manage that with free transfers, right? That's the recommendation. Yeah, I think that's a fine way to handle it. I think the, the biggest question is all the people who are going to be like, do we bring in Aguero or not? And that is the harder question. Yeah, yeah like I have Aguero right now and I'm just going to have to hold and deal with it, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matthew Hall wrote in, what Sheffield United defender should we replace Lundstrom with? Um, Sean, number one, said best Lundstrom replacement, ideally for someone who plays in game week 31. And Garf said, what is your take on Sheffield and Southampton defensive assets? Should we be hashtag loading up? Um, Jake, you got it. You, you said you're going to dump Lundstrom. Who are you moving him for? Yeah, that's a great question because I have to look a lot. Um I mean, this, the simple move would be to just go to another Sheffield defender. Right. Um, but I don't really like that with the fact that they don't play in game week 28. So I'm actually looking more at a Burnley asset. Ben Mee um, is someone I'm interested in. He's, again, it's kind of like one of those things where he's gotten a ton of points within his last three games. Uh, he has two assists and three, no, excuse me, two clean sheets. Um, his fixtures are kind of perfect. Uh, he has away Sheffield home Bournemouth away Newcastle. So he's up there and he's only owned by 1%. The other guy I'm pretty interested in is Shar. Um, I would have to pay a little bit more for him. Um, but Newcastle also have a pretty good run of fixtures. Um, he tends to have a little bit more attacking returns than Lascelles, who's the other option. Um, so I'm, I'm I need to like read up more about them, but I do think Newcastle will probably keep some clean sheets just because they have such like terrible fixtures, or excuse me, great fixtures, terrible teams that they're playing against. Like, can Arsenal score against them? Probably not. You know, Crystal Palace has the worst offense in the league. Burnley, I have would so that means they're not going to score a goal so you know things like that hmm. interesting yeah i don't know with um with newcastle i since january they're third worst for expected goals against i mean i know their fixtures are getting better but it just it seems like they concede a lot of really high quality chances i mean do you have any other thoughts for like cheap defenders that you're interested in like would you go to wolves i think bully's back he's yeah. kind of an option yeah too. i'd look at him for sure I, I you know i'd rather like wolves i feel like will put up a better showing against good teams than newcastle will 
Um, yeah. Like Wolverhampton Wanderers, again, since the 1st of January, are second best in the league uh, for expected goals against. Just saying. But yeah. they haven't had a lot of clean yeah. sheets, so there's that too to deal with. Um, all right, Liam says, what are your thoughts on uh, Bowen and Igalo? Ighalo. Ighalo? Is that how you say it? Ighalo? <laughs> We're losing listeners by the, the second right oh, now. Oh, yeah, Jake, you think I care? You think I care? Do you think I check no, the number of listeners we have every single other day? I mean, when you put it like that, yeah, maybe. Oh, it you think like I would even do. care about that if people don't listen to us? I don't I don't know anymore. Um, I don't even know who Jared Bowen plays for in all honesty. So I, I have to like look that up. I don't tend to get too excited for like new incoming players. Is that bad? Is that dumb of me? No, no, no. I think that's great. You shouldn't you shouldn't enjoy that. Bowen plays for West Ham, doesn't he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then no. My answer is no for that. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, yeah. Don't uh my thoughts are that um United may need Ig Hollow. E.g. Ig Iggy Hollow. Igalo. They might need him. Uh because Martial's terrible. He's so bad. Um but uh but I don't know that that's gonna happen and I don't why would you ever look at a West Ham asset? I guess I no offense, Liam. It's nothing against you. I just just West Ham assets suck. So uh eat your greens says madison what are your thoughts he looked decent this last game week but once again lester lester train refuses to leave blank central i personally have value tied up in him like a few others and he does have a green run coming up yeah i i'm struggling with the Maddo thing because he's been so incredibly atrocious my team has i mean he hasn't gotten anything for me uh returns of one two two and two and then 11 which was great but then one one two and two uh basically worthless so what are we doing jake yeah i i want to get rid of him but i i have so many other things to deal with that i just feel like i'm gonna have to hold him you know what i mean yeah that's what i think too but I guess if he's like your only issue, should we talk about like other midfielders in that price range that you're like kind of interested in? Why not? Okay. All right. Uh, any any thoughts? I don't know. Let me look. I'll tell you right now. I've got my my interested midfielders. So uh, the answer to that question is no. There's no no interest anywhere. Yeah, else. there's not. Like, would you just sw- straight swap him for like Barnes yeah, or Perez? Like if if I was if I had a free transfer to just just like make this move, Perez, I would look uh, just to move him. I know that they have very similar, you know, like Perez kind of scores all at once, and and Maddo kind of ticks along. Uh, I would look at Barnes too. Um, he's significantly cheaper, and I could use those funds. You know, I think you probably want one of these Leicester midfielders going into this nice run of fixtures in a couple game weeks. Um, but, you know, what about, I don't know, maybe Tielemans? What are the stats saying, Jake? I mean, when I look at these guys, um, maybe in the last 10 matches, I'll pull up and kind of filter for You know, when I compare them side by side, it looks to me like Barnes statistically 
is probably the strongest. Now, Maddo has the best key passes per 90 because he's on so many free kicks, and that certainly gives him an advantage. But, you know, in terms of shots produced, expected goals, um, you know, it's it certainly leans towards Barnes in every single other category. I think it makes the most sense, like, if, if we're talking as a single transfer, like, in a vacuum, because he's so cheaper. He's cheaper than Perez and Tielemans as well, who right. I don't think are, you know, I... I could see the argument for Perez, but yeah, I mean, why not go with the cheapest asset when they're all like that similarly statistically the same? Um, so yeah, but yeah, otherwise it seems like the mid-range midfielders have kind of dried up of late. That's true. Like the Great Famine of 1973. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Okay. Yeah. You don't know about the Great Famine? No, I don't. I don't. You should probably learn some history, idiot. Uh, Bakis writes in, I don't feel like doing the wild card just yet. few fixes I can do with free transfers and maybe one minus four. Um, Virgin's asking, in 34, it's looking like a cocktail of blanks, doubles, and single fixtures. Surely the free hit is best played in this game week as you will need a highly customized team. So let's just really quickly talk about kind of the end of the year here jake for people that haven't really been caught up on on what's going on um so i'll start from the beginning here 28 we already listed the two uh blanks that are going to be taking place that week uh, it looks like there's going to be blanks in 31 as well no there will be blanks in 31 as well but we don't know exactly the blanks that we're going to have they'll be confirmed in game week 29 there's an international break between game weeks 31 and and 32. And so I think uh, per Ben Krillin's recommendation, that's what I'm going to be trying to wait for in terms of when I want to play my uh, bench boost, wild card, and free hit. Um, so I think I'm probably going to wait until then to try to figure that out. Now that said, uh, we do have a blank, like I said, in uh, 31. So what? how do we handle that? I think that if you play your cards right and you're very safe with your transfers, you can make sure to get the proper players in for 31. And we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get closer to 29. But maybe you take a hit or something to get enough players. Um, 34, like Virgin said, is going to be a little weird. So some teams will blank, some teams will double. But we don't know exactly who's blanking and who's doubling yet. Um, And so I think 34 does make sense for a free hit. Because as FPL Virgin said, um, actually it was really well said, it's looking like a cocktail of blanks and doubles. Surely the free hit is best played this game week as you will need a, I like that, highly customized team because it's kind of an unusual mix of players. And then I do think that 37 is the best bench boost. So for me with a wild card right now, I think, I'm not 100% sure, but the two game weeks that I'm looking at, or three game weeks, would be 29, 30, or 32 to play my wild card. And I'm not sure which one it'll be yet, um, but I I think that's how I'm going to personally handle it. Uh, Jake, do you have any comments on that? Have you had a chance to look or think about that at all? Well, I think without the wild card, it's a little bit harder for me to answer, but I do think that holding it right now makes the most sense. I don't don't think I would use it... until there's you know blanks and doubles and again for like 28 you can definitely rearrange because not too many people have like arsenal assets 
you know, a ton of people probably don't have too many more than like two assets from Man City as well. And the only person worth owning on Villa is uh, is Jack. So again, I think you can just kind of take your free transfers if you absolutely have to take a minus four and then save that wild card. It's going to be much better in a couple game weeks down the road. Yeah, I kind of think you've hit the threshold point. So like if you didn't play it a few game weeks ago, now you're better off just holding a few more game weeks until you have a bit more information. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not going to... One thing I'm... Can I do another quick rant? Yeah, let's do the rant. I'm getting a little frustrated with the number of, quote, experts in the FPL community. Like, all these people that say this is exactly how you do it. You must do it this way. Um, If you don't do it this way, you're an idiot. Okay? The only people that are experts in the FPL community are uh, Ben Krillin in terms of um, double game week strategy, blank and double game week strategy, Uh, Ben Dinnery, the injuries guy, and the only other person I would really say that I like to read and listen to is Adam Hopcroft. It's the only other person that I like really like to read his tweets and just see like, what is he doing? And he's not someone either that tells you like, you should do it like this. He just likes to like post information and be like, Hey, do what you want to do with this information. Here's how it works or post some ideas. Um, I'm getting really fed up with all the people that are like, you must do it this way. And I don't know if that's because that's what people want. Like if they want people to be saying that, I mean, Jake, you and I give advice every week, but we're pretty clear with the disclaimer that like our pods for fun and to get you get you thinking about the game and to hopefully involve you in the community. But like, I don't want to be the one that's telling you like this is how you must play the game. It seems so stupid. Yeah, I think that the people who usually say here's the information, do it, do with it what you will, are usually the smartest people. Yeah, that's me. Yep, but not you. No, because I usually tell people what to do. You hit your wild card right now. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it now. <laughs> um, all right. Let's um get towards the back end of the pod here. Um, who do you think we captain this game week? I mean, I want to captain Aguero, but I'm very nervous that he's not going to play. I know. that. I mean, that's why I want to bring him in, just to captain him. And he's owned by like 23%, so I'm like, who's going to have the balls to do it? I think... I have other issues. I'm probably going to captain Sala against Norwich. Um, give myself a little bit of cover there. I mean, Norwich have been pretty terrible. I know it's away from home, but it doesn't really completely make sense for me to bring in Aguero for him to have one good game week where he might not play and then kind of have a little trickier of a game week, although Leicester have been kind of poor of late. And then blank, and then another tricky game week against Man U away from home. Yeah. So I think I'm a non Aguero owner. I'm going to captain Sala and deal with the other issues in my team. Yeah. I think the, the choices are you either play safe and you captain Sala, or you have some cojones and you captain Aguero. Yeah. And I mean, you could always vice Sala if you already have him. I, I, I do think, I don't know. I, I mean, I think if. You asked me if both of those guys played equal amounts of minutes for this next game week. I think Aguero actually might end up with more points. But Aguero has never tends... played equal amounts of minutes to Salah. That's my concern. He always gets pulled yeah, off early. Exactly. That's the that that is what I agree with. And I think so when you're looking at it as a whole, 
Salah makes more sense. He's a midfielder. You get one more point for his goal. Um, they don't have Mane, so a lot of the offense is going to go through him. So, again, I, I would probably just play it safe and captain Salah. Mm, I want to captain Aguero so badly, but I don't think I should. Um, anyways. Well, now that you're winning, you should just make your team look like mine. It'll look perfect. <laughs> That's the best way to handle the situation, as proven by Jake. <laughs> uh, you're an idiot. Uh. Um do you know so you said you've got some fires to put out on your team I mean I think I'm just going to hold this week actually so that I have two frees going into this blank and I can kind of decide what I want to do with it yeah I don't really like Evans away to to Wolves so I might try to find a more likely clean sheet opportunity but we all know how that goes trying to guess clean sheets Hmm. we certainly do we certainly do Jacob um all right, I think we should kind of wrap the pod up. A little earlier pod today, a little shorter. Should be good. Um, follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL. We've had a surge of followers again. I, I think Twitter just like pumps us once in a while when we get like, we're not into it as much. Twitter's like, here's some followers. And then I'm like, oh, people love us. I must perform for you. I am a circus monkey. Um, Instagram, The Art of the Dive, onlinediveFPL.com. And download our podcast everywhere that you can ever have podcasts. FPL Virgin writes in, despite previously claiming to avoid red meat, Jake let slip on the last pod that his favorite breakfast is bacon. Is that really your favorite breakfast, Jake? Uh, I mean, like, I like bacon if I'm going to eat it for breakfast. Yeah, mm. definitely. Should I defro- That's my favorite breakfast meat. Should I defrost some bacon for you? I've got some very good bacon in the freezer. Ooh, yeah, I'd, I'd be down. So, and, and to be fair, for uh, Virgin, I haven't actually eaten bacon in a really long time. Just because it's my favorite doesn't mean that I eat it every day. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, so fun fact, actually, that we didn't share. You're coming this week to see me. Yep. Ooh, I should bring my podcast stuff. Good call. No, no, you don't have to bring it. Uh, we can just do it all oh, on my computer. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, that'll be fun. Jake's coming to visit. We're going to go to a basketball game. We're going to have a nice um, couple nice meals. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so is Jake not worried that by the time Marco's love children from his promiscuous college days are 50, the planet will be uninhabitable due to climate change? Virgin has this idea that I've I've had a lot of intercourse, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh uh, unprotected intercourse. Yeah, he always is writing about like the weird things I did in college. That was a pretty. Do you think like British people don't wear condoms? Uh, is that <laughs> they probably don't even know what they are? <laughs> I just don't know. I don't... I'm just curious. Cla- it's the cl- classic Brits. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. our Amer- us Americans are really known for that, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is an in- incredible conversation. Uh, no, but yeah, climate change is a serious problem. So, and uh, and the, the the meat industry is certainly contributing to it. Uh, that's why I don't eat a ton of meat, and when I do, I try to buy it from uh, local farms um, where they 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 don't mass produce those meats. Um, not always perfect with that, but I do try very hard. Um, to do that with our meats uh, and we have our own chickens we do we um we uh we don't we don't butcher them we collect eggs from them though and they're they're wonderful ladies um yeah so and we have a pretty big garden we try to grow a lot of our own foods and we have asparagus and a mulberry tree and uh, lots of different things 
So, yeah, I'm trying to do my part, man. I can't change the world myself. God, Jake, stop ruining it. <laughs> Sorry. I actually am really interested in uh, switching my careers into more, like, environmental studies. Yeah. My uh, my wife's been really getting into gardening. She has uh, in the basement a bunch of uh, seedlings. I'm excited to show you. We have an entire section of the basement set up under grow lights and, oh, wow. and heat pads. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Little... We care about the environment is what we're saying. Puppies, the environment, and heroin. Yeah. Check, check, and check. Let's get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive.